My name is Kennedy. And it's your girl, Tarnika. And welcome to the Good for the Soul podcast. Every week, we are fully devoted to doing that soul work and are bringing you along the process. We are drawing women closer to their purpose by sharing personal stories with the Word of God while also encouraging healing, intentionality, breakthrough, and freedom. Mm-hmm, that's right, sis, because where there's purpose, there's provision. Where there's hope, there's hunger. And where there's faith, there's fruitfulness. This, this is Good, Good for the Soul. The soul. And welcome back to another episode of Good for the Soul. Ooh-wee. Yes. So <laughs> last week we was getting into the tea about breaking my heart. And for us, that is a, a form of submission, right? Yes, yeah, definitely a form of submission. We were talking about a lot of what does that process look like? You know, some of the things that were experienced in right. that process. Just the overall concept. Like, Absolutely. This is what it means to ask God to break your heart and tread mm-hmm. very likey, likey, lightly. That's tread okay. Tread very lightly when you ask God to break your heart. Because in all seriousness, um, you don't know what type of environment you will be creating mm-hmm. when you ask God to do that. So, like, once you nail down how I said, like, saying the prayer but also meaning it yeah yeah and having that intention behind it once you you know like okay i want to submit so god is like all right i got your word right you submitted and your attention then your next step is that transition piece Mm. yeah now before we like because we're going to get into necessary transitions today and what that looks like for us can i just add that when you're going from that submission mm-hmm. to the transition piece, it doesn't always happen immediately. Yeah. Cause I do want to set that before it's not like, like some people think you just like zone and fly into it. And it's like, no, you can go through a whole gap. Of and stillness. I think that's what it means to go seasons. Like yeah. people just think, Oh, like season one looks like this season two. You can go through life. Cause life just be doing its right. own thing. You can go through that season for X amount right. of time. That feeling of stuckness and stillness is part of the transition Mm -hmm. like some things slowly fade into it it's not always like a stoplight red yellow green right oh this has happened like man was ready to be the trans like no it's like that hold yeah like just and it's it's like i feel like sometimes god just be like until you learn what it is i'm trying to teach you you're gonna be here for a good minute right i'm glad that you submitted yeah come back to the throne yeah but now i just need you to sit right and sometimes that stillness Stillness. ooh, Ooh. double trouble yeah (laughs) that makes people uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because silence is very very loud and sometimes one more time (laughs) with stillness silence is very loud and i think if you're a person like me, movement gives me comfort. As mm. long as I feel like I'm moving, like that's good for me. Even right. if I'm moving with like a chicken with my head cut off, as long as I'm moving, I'm like I'm still moving. But sometimes you didn't. Then you, you just fall need into to relax. yeah. Like now you're moving and it don't even make right. sense, sweetheart. That's like even I think it can go back to you know like days that we have off and stuff. We still try to figure Find out different something. things that I we gotta can do. go get some paper no, towels. Don't. No, you don't. Just stay still. Sit down, girl. Sit down. Yeah. So um, I think just finding and being okay with that stillness is Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Because it's not always immediate. And for me, 
just how we talked about on God breaking my heart, my biggest thing is rushing through the process. Wow. So if I want to rush through the process, I don't want to sit still. Mm -hmm. I want to be on to the next thing. So sometimes my transitions for me have been that, like that stillness and that sound mind and just understanding like, no, Kennedy, this is part of the transition. You going from a busybody to understanding rest and rejuvenation yeah. that you want. So this is a part of that transition. And even talking about like, what is that trans? Because I believe that sometimes, and depending on the person, it just looks different. You know, right. like my transition can look like, okay, I'm comfortable with the stillness I'm comfortable with being in this waiting room and for someone else it can just look like I don't like how this makes me feel and right. so what am I supposed to be doing because we're so on edge you know so I would right. even like to tap into like when we're talking about necessary transitions and stuff sometimes it can be a season but what if God puts you through seasons right with the s what if he doesn't propel you to that next dimension until time at like years down the line and stuff do you still remain obedient mm -hmm. like what does that look like you know right mm -hmm. so um necessary transition let's get into it what are like i can begin you can begin i'm gonna focus on you okay and then we'll look spin it back okay because you know i'm gonna spin it back to mm -hmm. you we're Absolutely. gonna bring this thing around town that's what spongebob said Okay. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm so extra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to bring it back around town for sure. Um, but so necessary transitions. What I talked about previously on our second episode, the undoing. And if you don't, I mean, the undoing, honestly, That's I have one. listened to that episode an unhealthy amount of time. Like the undoing got so. It got so deep. Real. And I think it got, I believe that it got so like just so transparent right you know and because if you don't understand behavior, our undoing yeah right just removing our situation removing ourselves from the situation then you may not understand why we fully had to submit to god mm -hmm. and so you definitely not going to understand why these transitions were necessary because my transition doesn't look the same as tarnika so it's like That's some of this so stuff is just like you really gotta get into mm -hmm. it so if you're listening to this right now and you about to listen to why I'm transitioning out of these spaces, but you have not listened to the undoing or break Go my heart, Go you are that. out of pocket. You have to <laughs> understand the process. Go do that right now. It's a method. Not right now, yeah, afterwards. Afterwards. Mm -hmm. But when you get a chance, understand the method to it because you you have to do that cultivate. Like that's going to be right. a recurrent thing. Like you have to do this overall cultivation you cannot just sow the seeds sowing the seeds ain't good enough you can't plant the seeds and walk away from it yeah once you plant it you gotta feel and it I, and i'm praying it. like as people are navigating through these episodes in life and you know building their relationship even if it's just like a start end point and stuff that you are taking something away from this right. you know and i think it calls for like baby steps in some instances right. like in a relationship with god and we're focusing on the undoing and relationship manage management breaking my heart mm -hmm. and stuff those small steps right. are still so big to god right it's still a part of the overall process no matter how small it is it's still part of the process so just going back to my undoing right my undoing it mm -hmm. has been my friendships I have been um, very, very honest to say that the friends that I have, 10 out of 10, you know, they are what have truly, truly, truly carried me 
um, within the past year, I mean, really have carried me mm. the past year. So, but in the same token of my life, that is like the best part of my life. Well, one of the best parts of my life right now is also one of the sore spots of my life. Ooh. And so like me um, just navigating friendship. So for me, like, what has been a transition for me is just like having expectations, like high expectations yeah. of others around me. I guess I just always find myself getting caught up in the fact where it's like, because I do this yeah. in return, I will get that. And so I have been fixated on that belief and maybe because of how I was raised, like I will say like, you know, I may have not grown up, you know, in riches, but one thing that was very rich in my home was love. Like I've Mm -hmm. always had that. It's always been natural or something I'm used to. So I guess, you know, now that I'm navigating womanhood, like just everyone defines wealth and riches in different ways like for me you know my friendships or acquaintances you know (laughs) being more intentional with the word friend like that has been just a transition sphere I mean yeah you know I'm busy now right so God is like even a lot of friends are not gonna make sense for me right now like I'm working two jobs I'm in seminary school to God be the glory like I'm in seminary so that's already to God be the glory right like Mm -hmm. that's already a transition of itself because I'm still working on me like I I can't even like certain things for me in this life just are not gonna make sense as far as my friends like I it's just like I remember you were telling me like you want to get to the point where people don't even feel comfortable just asking me to do certain certain things, things. because yeah. you know I've been called out of that and it doesn't right. mean I sit higher than and I feel like you just now, know what's not my vibe yeah now my friends are growing like I had one of my homegirls hit me up she was like you want to go to this pool party with me and I'm like you know I'm put up like don't and right. she was like I just thought I'll because there's it. nothing wrong with having a pool party but like it's what's going on it's in going, that the environment of that it, pool party because you know, there's nothing wrong with go, they, right don't eat that up it's yes, nothing wrong nothing with going wrong to the going pool, but nothing wrong with it at all but i believe that my friends are starting to understand or the people you know i associate with me can't gonna go so right. i know i'm not even gonna bother you right. know and i know it can it can be back and forth like some people are more so like but you could have still thought of me to ask you know right. and I don't I'm even like, want that don't even do that Buki. don't like my, yeah don't, <laughs> don't stroke even, my ego you don't have because to. for me I feel like not only when I'm at those places do I truly feel out of body but like spiritual warfare is real yeah I just it just don't make sense you know and I, I'm out of that space where you know in order to validate what I mean as so-and-so they must go out their way and put me on unnecessary pedestals. Only put me in the places where I fit. Mm. Like, don't make me feel good by just trying to include me in any and everything. Like, put me where I fit. Like, don't toss my little puzzle piece around. Like, I don't want to be the one size fits all friend. Absolutely. To that degree. So, you know. Some things that is flowing in my mind right yeah. now. Um, since we, we've kind of touched on friendships and stuff like that, I think 
a lot of our Q&A questions. I was praying, just listening back to it, that people really understand the foundation of sisterhood. Yeah. You know, I feel like for me, I didn't really understand what sisterhood was. Not just joining a sorority because you, you get that, you know, you understand the foundation piece of it. But really having like-minded women in my corner that, mm-hmm. like, stood on the same values as me and stuff. And so I was having a conversation um, with one of my homegirls and I was like sisterhood is deeper than just love like sisterhood right. comes with so much you know and so I would love for you to speak on since we're talking about like just that transitional piece necessary transitions a friendship or something that has transpired if you don't mind like over the years or maybe any, anything recent that really like created space for you to say like this isn't what I necessarily want to deal with anymore, you know, and how has that been for you? And it's a two part question. Mm -hmm. This isn't what I want to deal with anymore and stuff. Maybe it goes against my boundaries, maybe expectations, whatever the case may be. And what has come out of that, if any. Right. Or maybe that's something you're still working through. Right. Well, so I do have, I mean, abundance of situations Mm -hmm. where I feel like, and and I'll get more specific But even when we talked about, like, the accountability piece, so what I will share, these are things that I know and feel that I'm transitioning from, Mm. but my issue is I'm still working on having that conversation. Absolutely. Like, cool, you acknowledge it, but, like, now let's have that conversation. Um, But just transitions with, um, in regards to friends, like, uh, th- there's friends. I feel like in life we all. So let me just say this, just to show. Like, I feel like in life we all have choices, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some of my friends, they've made great decisions. Some of my friends have made their own great decisions, but decisions I wouldn't have made. So, as far as transitioning, I think it's just hard for me sometimes when I feel like, how you said, love is not enough. Mm-hmm. Love is really just not enough because if all I had to do was love you, yeah, I would want to do that. Well, God says we should love. Right. People. I yeah. have to love you, yeah. but it's like outside of that, I have no capacity. I mean, more specifically, I was sharing with another friend. I do have a friend that is currently married, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they had they had got married soon. She has a kid now. And we had a conversation the other day and we were just talking. And I know when, when we got on the phone, I had shared with her, I was just like, you know, your energy just seems down. Like, are you good? Like, you know, just kind of pulse checking her. Cause something about her seemed different. And she was just like, Oh no, you know, I've been crying all day. And she then began to just go like without putting her bit. She just yeah. began to go into like the things she's dealing with in her womanhood And I just remember telling her, like, hey, girl, like, I get it. Like, Mm. just last week, I had a breakdown at work and left early. Like, I'm dealing with that thing. And I think she said something to the agenda, like, what? Like, a shock to it. Like, what? You know, um, I didn't know that, this and the third. And going back into that piece where, like, one of those transitions is I feel like some of my friends, I guess don't humanize my experiences too. Like for me to tell a friend that I have bad days too, or I've had breakdowns, and they just for like, that, oh my gosh, like almost a shock yeah. effect. It's like no, but I think when it comes to that transition, that is really have shown me like 
how many spaces that I have outgrown or like how many pedestals mm-hmm. have put like I've been put on because like in their mind like I'm up here but it's like somehow like you forgot that I'm just a human and a friend yeah. to you and I and have that, that like to, yeah again I feel like when you're the friend that people kind of look to they right. don't humanize you number one but also they don't see you as the person that have the bad days, the individual who cries, the individual who weeps and stuff. They just look right. for strength, 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 strength. Right. Um, and so that's in one light. But I also think it goes back to us, too. What are we constantly putting out that people can't necessarily see that? See that. that. Right. Yeah. And so, like, that transition, like, for me, is just like, you know kind of like putting my cape down like mm, now, taking the capes off. like I'm having a bad day I need like you said love and I need nurturing and I like holding people more accountable because for me like I will tell anybody I hate being at odds with you like I don't like confrontation. That's why I avoid accountability conversations. Mm-hmm. I don't like confrontation. Like when I'm not good with my friends, I'm not good overall. Like yeah. when something is not right, it it doesn't sit well with me. So that makes because I'm so scared of like confrontation or things getting worse. Sometimes I don't avoid it at all. So like that's been a a space where I'm just trying to get more into that and for me what that looks like it's just like you know doing those gentle reminders like hey like yeah I had a bad day Mm. or I cry or like I didn't I didn't feel like I had like just transitioning to really advocating for myself more like you know this really like upset me and it's something that you know it takes time right but for me it's a necessary transition because if I don't start having these conversations I cannot expect people to be the friend I need. Absolutely. So, like, wow. that that's something that I have to do mm-hmm. in this current season, whether it feels good, whether I end up with no friends, new friends, just a couple friends, wherever I fall on that spectrum, I have to understand regardless, it's necessary to stand up for myself or I will never feel fulfilled mm-hmm. in my friendships. Absolutely. Like, I have to stand up for myself. Wow. Yeah. And so the voice is so powerful. The <laughs> voice you. is so powerful. And yes. I think that's so deep when we're talking about like the production and the outcome of those friendships, relationships, even at jobs, you know, and yeah. I can speak for myself like this year alone. I feel like I did more crying last year. Mm-hmm. I was in the weeping phases and stuff. And this year still walking and weeping, but I'm doing a little bit more walking and walking right. with intentionality, walking into those conversations with my head held high even if it isn't the outcome that I necessarily wanted and stuff, I can still leave with something. And I believe like over the years, like that groundwork of understanding, like the woman I'm called to be like the becoming, we talked about that before, like the becoming stages. And so this year alone, I feel like for me, it has been like those tough conversations, um, transitioning from one job to the next, you know, Mm -hmm. transitioning out of living with somebody that you really, really love and stuff, but you have to do what's necessary and what's best to sustain the friendship coming out of a, of of a relationship with a significant other who you were walking into the situation fearless. And this person was walking in it fearful, you know, and stuff Mm -hmm. and having to understand months later that this isn't, we talked about that Mm -hmm. in the break, my breaking my heart, this isn't necessarily where I need to be right now. And so mm-hmm. I can attest and I can agree this year alone has just been like 
so many transitions but it's like necessary transitions as well god i don't necessarily want to do this because mm-hmm. i'm comfortable in it but i know that i need to do it in order to get to the other the, the other side. side you just gotta want it bad mm-hmm. enough i think that's what it really stems down to like at a certain point the outcome has to be like you just gotta want it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yes you're gonna have to probably hold people accountable or even if it's a job maybe you're gonna have to go above and beyond mm-hmm. and do that extra mile but if you want these things you gotta work for it yeah. like sometimes it comes with boundaries too. boundaries for sure you know um my my pastor at my church uh send the life church rva pastor vernon he was talking about how you have to have like boundaries over your heart boundary like over your ears over your home and just all these foundational pieces that sustains relationships mm-hmm. and friendships that was a necessary transition for yeah. me boundaries you remember i told you i wanted to be a doormat like mm-hmm. i just wanted anything and i'm like kennedy if you want someone that respects you and honors you and considers you you gotta transition out of this door mm-hmm. can we talk mentality. about transition is like because i hear a lot of like what we have talked about and what we're currently talking about is like that physical transition, mm. right? And so sometimes we can physically leave, but mentally we're still there. Yeah. And so the mental transitions that come with these things as well. And mm-hmm. I think we can really go into like the sensory journey yeah. because that, that mental capacity, like what am I feeling? What am I hearing? What am I seeing and stuff like right. that ties into the the mental and emotional well-being. Right. And it's right. easy to like, or sometimes, you know, depending on the situation, it's easier to walk away mentally before I do physically. Right. But I think in a lot of, like, where I kind of been at is, like, the physical part and then the mental part catches up. Got you. Mm-hmm. So you are walking away but leaving your heart and brain on the pillow in bed with them, mm-hmm. basically. Just pretty much. real quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, like, an overall common thing. There has been situations where... I had mentally just checked out before I physically put the Mm-mm. key and turned the door. You Mm-mm. know what I mean? One um, thing about me, I'm going to walk away. Like, yeah. these feet going to go, but, like, mentally, I'm still there. I'm still holding I'm still laying there. And it's like, if you're going to do all that, just stay. You might as well just stay. You just stay. might as well stay because they still getting your... And they're still taking away something. Right. Yeah. Your heart and your mind is more powerful, powerful than your body and your shell. That's mm-hmm. what makes the body work yeah. so if you leave in what makes the body work but you're just walking away with the body you're mm-hmm. walking away an empty vessel and now you're lost and you don't understand your triggers and you don't know why you're avoiding things oh, or while you're throwing yourself into situations yeah because you walked away but you left the best and most important pieces with you right on his pillow and you still letting people have access to you that don't deserve it right mm, friends mm-hmm. and all yeah because i'm telling you can like a lot of people don't deserve you right they don't <laughs> no <laughs> like, wait a minute <laughs> right period. period they don't they don't but i give it you. to him anyway so yeah who's and the i fool think that's at the with the heart that? yeah <laughs> who's the fool at who's the, end? the fool the heart is just so mm, right it's so it's so big you know and stuff and so when it does result to like I know I need to do this and stuff like that. It's like we're we're playing tug of war mm-hmm. with the heart and stuff. And it's like I can know in the back of my mind, like, this person don't deserve me. Like, right. the way he treated me or the way this person has treated me in this friendship, whatever the case may be, they don't deserve me. Right. But, like, I stay and I still allow this person to have access because either I'm comfortable in this, I became right. complacent in this, or I'm fearful of these conversations that need to right. be had, the necessary conversations. Yeah. I'm fearful that 
if it does end that God can't restore, you know, mm. what's been lost and taken away and stuff. Yeah. Um, in all aspects. Again. And even back to when you were saying, um, like the sensor the senses, going through like those sensory aspects of transitions, right? Because something so if you thinking, I mean, what is the vibes like sight? Hearing, nose, tasting, all of that. Yeah, something right. around it. We learned it in <laughs> yeah, elementary that, or whatever. Okay. But, like, if you really, do, like, if you think about your um, five senses, right, you can really unpack that because, okay, how do I know if this is a necessary transition for me? What am I hearing? What are, what, when we have conversations, what are the words you feel? feed into my ear mm. because in order to get to my mind you gotta go through my ear like you gotta go through that yeah, and so it's yeah. like what do those conversations sound like and then after you have those conversations what do you feel like after you hear what they're saying do you feel worse do you feel better yeah um even if you go to the mouth i mean you can't really taste behaviors mm -hmm. but i know what a transition for me is you know you can I, put a bad taste in my mouth you can definitely get a bad taste in my mouth or just something that i literally go through when i can't get my point across or i can't articulate my words i will talk in circles i will stutter and stammer and like that's a sense of me like okay you know even though that seems so small but it's like if that is a common theme only in certain environments, is it that you stutter or you stammer or are you in places that you can't even get your thoughts out exactly. correctly? You can't and even I think articulate that goes back to what we talked about um, in Break My Heart. Like, do you feel safe around this person? Right. I want to spin back just really quick to something that you said. You said, I began, and I, I hope I'm articulating the right to talk in circles. Yeah. Yeah, oh, cause you know that's a trigger yeah. for me. That's a trigger for you. That's so a, can we? Yeah, we can, can we talk about that? And then can we talk about because I know we touched a little bit about breaking on breaking my heart, what that submission was. But I want to also address like how certain things can how like, I got into submission. Yeah, yeah, how you got into submission and how certain things can like trigger us or like right. sit with us. To the point, like, we know it's, I got to walk away. Like, once you said that, once you did that, I right. got to go. That was my submission. Like, all right, God, you're back in the picture. Mm -hmm. He's out, you're in, let's roll. Um, I think I can genuinely say, and I probably have had crazy things said to me. I've said pretty awful things. One of the most hurtful things someone has told me, and this sounds so silly. It will sound silly, but it is my truth, and I'm going to stick beside it. One of the most hurtful things someone has ever told me is that I talk in circles. Mm -hmm. A, because A, because my love language is words of affirmation. That's how I receive it. That's how I and like that to give it. someone was. Yeah. This was a guy that I was dating. Okay. Yeah. Just want right. to oh, yeah, context right. so this people was a can guy understand. That, I that was deep. Yeah, that, that cut me deep. You know, we were into a conversation about how everything and this was this year this was a couple months ago and i don't even know if he would realize he said it or when he said it if he like knows this was back in february why now is she because that's how deep words go we were having a conversation um about what how everything was going to fold out and i remember him just kind of wrapping me out wrapping me up and was just like you know because you just be talking in circles you're saying the same thing and even though for him he may have what he met his intentions may have been okay how can we move forward and talk about the next thing but for me it just felt like 
you know, you don't care about how I feel. Mm. And I am truly, I think what made it hurtful for me is because honestly, I have become this unsolicited minister for my friends, um, therapist, college advisor, credit repair. Like I, I talk and give out so many gems because I truly care about how people feel, how we progress, all of those sorts of things. So when you tell me that I am just talking in circles, I just felt so like minimized and Mm -hmm. defeated. And also might I add, you know, as someone who I have constantly expressed on the podcast where I struggle to confront things or hold people accountable, if I need to stutter, stammer, cry, shout, if I need to do that process, for me, that is growth because to know me is to know I won't say anything mm-hmm. at all. Like I will, like I will just walk away with a chip on my shoulder yeah. and not had a conversation. So if I'm talking in circles, let me talk in circles. Mm-hmm. Like let me do that. And I mean, of course, I'm not saying nothing crazy, but like take the because eventually I'll talk in complete sentences. But it's like how kids are you know sometimes they just babble then right, those babbles right. turn into words and those words turn into uh, sentences and those sentences turn into you know thoughts and opinions and insights but it's like if you are restricting me from getting my words out I just feel that that truly makes me feel yeah. that you don't care about how I feel yeah and that can be like the and cause that and the production of yes. that necessary transition. I cried so bad yeah. after that because I just felt like I can't win for losing, right? Like, I'm trying to speak up for myself, and that's not going right. But then when I don't speak up for myself, I get hurt. So it's like hurt versus hurt. Where do I win? Mm, what's the middle? Right. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know what? Since speaking up for myself hurts me and not speaking up for myself hurts me, if they both result in hurt but at least if I don't speak out for myself I don't lose energy then I just don't speak up for myself because that's the win I find if I gotta I'm gonna always we're humans we're gonna always pick the lesser of the poison if they're both gonna be the same results but one of them makes me just produce less energy well now I'm gonna be quiet because now I just talk in circles yeah so if I'm gonna still have the same hurt either way I'll just be quiet now I'm good yeah so yeah that that was like very very hurtful but at that point that's when I knew I needed to take my hands off of it and give it to God and like Mm -hmm. okay God transition me from bring me out of these places that don't let me stutter when I need to stutter don't let me catch my breath and slow it down like remove me and it's hard because again a part of those transitions you lose things that you want to keep i didn't like when he was done with me i actually wanted to still date him like Mm. i don't even think i've expressed that to him like i was more yeah like i didn't want to be done with him it hurt me that we had to be done because he wasn't an awful guy like he had a lot going on for himself and i just I just liked, I'm a, I liked the guy. That was mm-hmm. the first time I had liked someone on that level. And so I didn't want to be yeah, done with and him. I remember the conversations right. of like your expression and liking him. And he, what he fed me, let's yeah. meet parents. He loved me after two, like, let's really get into it. So that was, Ooh. that was a hard transition because you're feeding me 
you love me, let's meet Paris, let's take trips, you might as well move some of your stuff in, like, these are things you're telling me, so that transition was hard, because I didn't want to let go, but right. if you get to the point where you're telling me I can't even speak my voice, now it's like, God, I have to go, mm-hmm. like, I, I gotta go, Yeah, like, you're putting, me, and you know, and, and that was hard, you know, I went, I was down bad for, like, I think I cried and was down bad for three weeks, you weren't even hearing from me. You was like, I just miss you. Yeah, like, I just I just want to make sure my homegirl is good. But it's like, I guess that's knowing your friends too. When like, I just needed you can feel it, right? You know? And it's I like, was just done. Yeah. I was winded. I bad. and that wasn't like definitely not a bad transition, but the transition in that friendship, like in the moment, was like we are going from talking every day. Now the transition is I need to pray for her every day, right? Rather, but than, the good thing is you didn't internalize that. Mm-hmm, like you weren't yeah. so hooked on. Going back to the main example with my friend who didn't understand. I mean, I love her to death, but like she didn't understand. I cried sometimes. You didn't internalize it as like, okay, she's having a bad day. We're not talking as much. Like, I didn't know. You yeah. know, she need like it's just like no, she can have different dimensions. I can get you know the loquacious version of her when she's talking and vibing Absolutely. And, and, but sometimes that girl she don't got it like she ain't got I don't, sometimes I don't have words yeah. so it's important to you know transition into those friendships that see your wholeness and mm-hmm. not just your roles yeah like just see me as this being absolutely yeah wow um reverse Ooh. Back to you. I just threw my imaginary Uno card at you. So that was the reverse where you got to tell oh, your wow. business. Oh, wow. Okay, what my... was the question? You know, that was a yeah, that um, was a, deep... a moment where you've had a, a necessary transition, like a specific time, you know, especially when, yeah, yeah, we see it. Y'all can't see it, but ah. <laughs> it's, it's fresh. All right, so let's go back to break my heart. Okay. You know, we we're talking about, I guess it's time to just elaborate mm-hmm. on it. Um, and definitely don't want this to like, and that's me. Just again, we still fresh in it, very considerate and mm-hmm. things like that, whatever the case may be, but this is not true. You love and him. And I'm a stick. Yeah, definitely love homeboy. You know, mm-hmm. homeboy is crazy, but yeah. definitely love him. Um, and so I guess going into like, how do we get to this point before we like dive deep? Um, experiencing this person for X amount of time, a lengthy time at that. And um, I believe it got to a point where it was just like, let me ask, like, where do we kind of stand in this, you know? And I feel like as a woman, the woman that I had grown to become is that I am not settling nor submitting to anything um, less than. And so, again, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. When you walk into a situation fearless and it doesn't mean you allow people to walk all over you and stuff but when you walk in like out of a place of I'm going to give this person the best version of myself because what's the worst someone can do to me you hurt me okay I move forward you know no matter how long that may take or look and stuff and then to know that within the same breath that someone else they had these fears of I may lose focus on my purpose or all these different things you know it is hurtful and I, I think you made a great point with the situation you were just speaking to is that when you really love somebody or you like somebody, you don't necessarily want to do it, but you know you, that you have to. Mm-hmm. I didn't even after like hearing that verbatimly, like I don't want to lose focus on my purpose and stuff mm-hmm. like that could have meant something completely different the way that he was saying it, you know, and stuff. It's just like, OK, dang. 
and I still want to stick this out, but I know that I, it, it's not going to work, you know? And I mm-hmm. think sometimes we as women, we hear certain things and we try to make it sound differently. So someone mm-hmm. can literally say like, I'm not ready for commitment. And that's what was expressed. And we can say, oh my God, like trying to convince ourselves of mm-hmm. like, well, maybe he didn't mean it like this. No, like that is a moment for you to understand what it is and mm-hmm. you go with that, you know? Um, so for me, again, I think that unnecessary transition and I'm still transitioning, you know, out and of I it. I don't even think you were predicting that. Tra- I know for a fact where you and him lie. If you would have asked me. The thing is, you were just with us. Yeah. Before all yeah. of this transpired. Yeah. Like, like you were I, literally with us. You saw before, us. We had a whole event together. Yes. And so without getting too fat, because pictures and all of that, you know what I mean? I don't want to be with two and two together, but like. I was just in a car in the back seat in complete admiration. And so seeing your, like understanding your transition is because this is not a guy who I've ever seen disrespect you yeah. um, verbally, emotionally. It makes it hard. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. like, I've been with guys that or experienced guys who I know just was not good for me. Right. And I just decided to stay, but I don't think nobody really talks about the hurt of walking away from a person that you know just like is a great person, amazing person, and they're not ready, you right. know. And it's it's hard because it's like the one time where I felt like I was really ready for something deeper and stuff was the first time that I experienced like a sense of rejection and a mm. sense of ooh, child. I don't think I ever said that one. That put <laughs> yeah. you gotta put a label onto yeah, those. Yeah, I felt very rejected, and I felt like God. I gave myself, you know, I right. did it. I went into this very differently. My approach was different. I was communicating. And think about I was it. Rejection where, where there's no love hurts, but rejection where there is love mm-hmm. hurts real deep. Some people hurts. can't take, you ever seen them snap episodes where no, so the lady wanted to leave and then the man come in and do something mm-hmm. completely gruesome, like rejection where there is love has the potential to destroy you if you let it if you allow it and i think we were and i'm gonna say both of us because what like we were allowing like our words to start to hurt each other like the The shortness yeah the shortness and stuff we were still trying to be in each other good grace by going out on like going to dinner with each other and whole time when we're at dinner we're both on our phones like the disconnect we weren't being intentional and stuff and so leading up into this moment recently it was just like you know what, we got to break this off. Like, we can't keep doing this and stuff. We right. had plans to see each other. And again, I expressed to him, if you go back to breaking my heart, um, you know, we were in a space of wanting to see each other. And mm-hmm. just expressed to him, like, I feel anxious. Like, I mm-hmm. get so excited, you know, in these moments. And then when we finally get to a place of, like, okay, it's about to happen, I feel more scared than I feel safe, you know. And right. this is how I know, like, this is no longer conducive to where I'm trying to go and stuff. And although you know his response were out of a place of like i understand you can definitely hear hurt on both ends yeah but i can say like one thing i i wrap that call up with is i have to be true to myself Mm -hmm. and i have to be true to my feelings and although this is a hard conversation i love you i don't hate you all this stuff you know pouring out i know that this is necessary and i think sometimes we go through these seasons and we're trying to like write our own story when God has already written it. And we want to continue to erase that period where God has already put that period at. So that necessary transition, it was hard. It's still hard. Um, 
because again you're going through the waves of emotions but i know that in god's will like everything's gonna work out regardless yeah, i have, of a, I have a quick question well kind of quick depends on the answer but i was just talking about this with someone else and i guess i'm gonna bring it back to necessary transitions but you spoke about truth right mm-hmm. and that comes up when you read your Bible, there's going to be a lot of themes that are just drilled in. Truth is one of those things. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many stories, examples, verses, whatever on truth. God wants us to see. I truly, <laughs> hence the word, I truly know that God wants us to understand the importance of truth. Yeah. And understanding the importance of truth is what makes everything necessary so segueing into do you always feel safe in your truth and Mm. how does your safety or lack of safety in your truth affect your necessary transitions wow that's a lot to unpack that is. Do you feel safe? Yeah. And, and how has that impacted? Yeah. Um, I, and I guess it depends on the situation. Are we going to speak to this this situation, situation specifically or all around the board? Let's say in general. In Do general. You? I believe that in the past, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's uncomfortable, you know, to stay true to yourself, but also feel safe because you don't know what the other person's response is going to be how they're going to take your response all of that stuff i can say now while it may not feel comfortable still like i still stand firm in my truth and it may take me a little minute to get there you know it definitely will take me a little minute to get there and stuff um but but could i could i do another devil mm -hmm. advocate go ahead does standing firm necessarily mean you feel safe because I think about soldiers that stand firm on the front line, but, but they, they know they're safe. not in a safe yeah, space. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is a great question. Yeah. Um, because I, I know you want to God's strongest soldiers, yeah. but I don't know. It doesn't always feel, and being honest, like. I don't think you've always been presented people who make you feel space um, safe in your truth. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're strong enough to deal with it, but I don't think that people. I'm strong enough to stand uh, true. Mm-hmm. But does it always feel safe? No. Right. I'm strong enough to, yeah. That's what I think I'm starting to learn. Yeah, like, I'm strong enough. I know I can. I can stand, stand firm. firm in my truth. But does I, do I always feel safe? Safe there. Absolutely I don't always not. feel safe there. And that goes back to and I think my that recurring can shut issue. Down. Yeah, yeah. Of that accountability and confront. I am so scared sometimes of what is on the other side of a simple conversation. Because I just never know. I think that's where the scenarios come in. We be playing it out. That sense of control Mm -hmm. is crazy. The need for us to be in control is crazy. So it's just like, for me, I don't always feel safe in my truth. Like, internally, I'm at peace. Yeah. With probably almost everything I've been through. But taking my internal truths and feeling safe enough to express it or like... Mm -hmm. I don't know because I love me, but I mean, it's self-love. Like I love me, but now with some of those, I just know the world is so cruel and Mm. people weaponize your truth. So it's just like, I don't know to know your truth is a beautiful thing, but 
sometimes being true to you who you are is so dangerous even being true to your spiritual walk yeah. is so dangerous because it seems like the closer you get to god the harder it the is. challenges and the harder the heartbreaks come because it's like god i'm doing like i think when you're not in a spiritual realm not heartbreak is hard regardless but when you're not when you don't have a divine power, you can navigate through life a lot easier because you don't really have a discipline you're following. Mm. So you're like, okay, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Because I don't have a a discipline. But it's, it's that same frustration you feel with God just like, if you go to the gym every day for a month and you drop no weight, yeah. you're like, God, I've been disciplined. I've, I've prayed, been doing everything that and you told nothing me to is do. changing. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it, it's so hard, like, staying, like, I guess, resilient to God and knowing his truths for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes. Because we may see it one way and God right, says it, sees right. it a completely different way. And then way. you don't think the transition is necessary because you're not getting that fulfillment that you need in that moment. Mm -hmm. So you're like, you know what? Abort mission. I'm going to avoid this transition because it doesn't feel good. It yes. doesn't make sense. Right. But maybe it's not meant to make right. sense right now. And you sometimes know? you accept those um, transitions a lot better when you understand God's promises. Like, yes, I know this is going to feel like X, Y, and Z, but I know what his promises and I know what's waiting on mm -hmm. the other side. So like, I'm not going to resist this transition because now I understand. So that's something I'm working on. Yeah. Cause I don't always feel safe in truth. And so sometimes if I don't have that safety net, yeah. it makes me just avoid that yeah. transition or just, the things that we have experienced, you know, right. it can also build. And it, it does say, like, in the Bible, like, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. But emotions come up, you know. Right. Um, to speak back to, like, that one thing a person has told you now. Not to say it has become your identity. But depending on the person, like, certain words can be become someone's identity. Mm -hmm. You know, I think for me, like, going from a place, again, of fearless and dating somebody who was fearful and stuff i now have this like not a full guard but like i'm honestly scared like you know right. um of putting myself back in that vulnerable place you know although vulnerability has so many strengths in it um right it also comes with like safety too so i'm yeah. glad that you were able to like because at first when you asked that question i'm like oh how are we gonna break this down you know i'm a processor but right. the way that you broke it down and that we both can acknowledge like I don't always feel safe in the right. truth, you know, my truth right. and stuff. And, and I guess it may impact. And it does depend on the spaces because, like, we're on a pl public platform and I have to talk about my truth. It's just like, oh, like, hey, hey I'm going to tell you my truth. But when it's, like, in those places of conflict, yeah. I don't feel safe. Right. Like, even when I was delusionally in a delusional time frame mm -hmm. where I was, you know, wanting a certain outcome with a friend. Yeah. And that didn't happen. Yeah. So when you mm -hmm. don't, but listen, when you operate in that place of delusion instead of truth, that took up so much time where I could have been transitioned into the answer mm -hmm. I needed into being over That's that. what I'm talking about earlier. Yeah. Like you started to build difference in there. We can literally hear somebody verbatimly or they can show us that person or this thing isn't for us and we start to create different scenarios. Yeah. Well, maybe he he or she meant Because you don't want to deal with that transition space of rejection yeah, and what that looks like under God. Yeah. Mm. That need of control. Need of control. That comfortability. It, yeah. We talked about a It'll lot. It'll kill you, man. Access. Yeah. You know, we got some homework. Y'all need to do some homework. Yes, yes, the yes. The homework yes. is to tap into what's a necessary transition for you 
And if you already aren't, maybe some of you don't know what your necessary mm-hmm. transition is. So your first challenge would be to discover that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to discover that through having intentional mindfulness. Like, okay, sit and really think about the areas that you just don't feel like a line or things that you would, maybe it's not all bad, but maybe you wish were better. So to get those even better if moments, you need to sit and steep with that. And if you already know what's trans, like what is stopping you from doing it? Yeah. Like what stops you? Oh, Ooh-wee. That's Ooh, homework. Different. That's homework. That that homework assignment. That's that soul homework. Yeah, you may. Yeah, that's so. You may. That's we may have work. to give them a long deadline. You know how the, the professors mm-hmm. give you the syllabus. Yeah, we may have to give y'all to the end of the semester because that's that yeah. takes a process. That takes a process. If it's not something know, that you should come back to. Like that takes a process. Think so about that. We're gonna get y'all to the end of the semester. <laughs> so neat. What yeah. is good for the soul with you and these necessary? transitions what's good for it you gotta keep going <laughs> once again you gotta keep going the necessary transition well first definitely proud of us that's number one mm-hmm. um for me necessary transition is continuing to understand like and i said it in um break my heart like this is a process but that necessary transition is now like you didn't did all the work you didn't say what you said now stand on that right like, you can't bend in it, you know, you can't bend in your truth. Not saying you mm-hmm. can't because things happen, but I don't want to bend in my truth. You know, yeah. I want to stand firm on like what it is that I feel and that I know what God is saying is right, you know, right. and not to bend on that. So what is yours? Um, what's good for the soul with necessary transitions is the truth is not going to, I'm going to be honest, the truth is not going to always make me feel safe, but the truth is where I, I need to be. Mm. And getting out of that mindset of because it don't feel good, I can just go another way. Like, no, it don't feel good all the time, but I still got to do that. I mm-hmm. still got to operate in truth. And that like that is what's going to get me to my – you cannot pick and choose. You have to be on the side of truth. Yeah. God has never said anything where he says dibble in the side of deception. You have to be – it can't be lukewarm. Of, yeah, you can't be lukewarm about it. Like, you have to choose truth. It's not going to feel good. You may go this whole lifetime and you have never found safety in your truth. But understand that even though you may never find safety, right? Because I'm a realist. Some people, some of the stuff they've been through, trauma, you may never find safe that you, like safety in the fact that you had to endure certain things. But I, what I want you to know is although you don't feel safe, the point of, like we said, you can still stand firm in knowing that, like, mm-hmm. it gives you that security. Maybe not the safety net, but you are secure and you can literally, like, transition through these moments. Absolutely. So, that's that, what's good for the soul. That is good for the soul. Well, y'all stay connected with us on all of our platforms. And we will see you guys next week on another episode of, of Good, good for, for the Soul. soul. Oh, 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 oh,